Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist Podcast, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, a trauma-informed spiritual mentor, certified meditation teacher, and human design expert. I'm empowering empaths in recovery and healing from narcissistic abuse, childhood trauma through human design, self-care, mindfulness advice, and expert interviews. Subscribe now. This is season five, episode 71, Human Design, the Root Center, and its vulnerabilities to the narcissist. Do you feel like you have to get everything done on your to-do list? Yeah, I hear ya. If so, you may have an open root center, and this episode is here for you. Reading from my book, page 206, Empath and the Narcissist, How to Overcome Narcissistic Abuse, Recover from PTSD, Codependency, and Gaslighting, Chapter 12, All About Human Design, The Root. The Root is the adrenaline, the stress. This center governs the adrenaline. This center influences one to be obsessively motivated to get things done or cyclically motivated to get things done. This is a pressure center pushing up to the sacral motor of the workforce. So the open or uncolored or white center at the very bottom of the chart is the open root center. And it is one who gives you constant needless pressure to get to-do lists done. They are positive if they get on work and projects right away because they feel the urgency to do so. How do your open centers affect your frustrations? The defined root center is colored in brown. The defined root center is another cyclical energy, like a motor for motivation. When the cycle is up, the energy is up to do so. And when the cycle is low, the energy for urgency is non-existent. They take their time in moving forward with anything unless they are really passionate about it. So how do your defined centers affect your themes? And this is the conclusion. That's why I had those questions about the centers. This is our very last center and we will move on to go back to the basics and really dive deep into what it is like to move through your strategy in order to work through these toxic relationships, understand the dynamics and really trust yourself. Because I think our strategy and intuition, according to our type, if we flow through it, we will be able to move through whatever we're dealing with. Either be able to come to a resolution with a partner, uh, be able to speak in their language, depending on what theirs is, And, you know, maybe again, coming at a crossroads of standing your ground and saying, I will deal with this toxic behavior no more. And I think it's a really, really beautiful place to end in the root because the biggest question is, what do you have to prove, right? The adrenaline to get stuff done. Is it because you're proving your worth to someone who's constantly telling you you're not worthy? when you can't ever make them happy because they're not happy with themselves, that's the narcissist for you. Or are you always told that maybe you're lazy, right? Because the 
open center is telling you that. So the open root center, it amplifies adrenaline. Again, remember this white open center is an amplifier and it takes the adrenaline energies from others and it amplifies it. So someone with an open root center might enjoy the rush, maybe of public speaking or being on stage or other crazy adren adrenaline charged experiences like skydiving or bungee jumping. I've always wanted to skydive out of an airplane, but now that I have kids, I'm afraid. So it's like weird things happen to you after you have kids. Speaking from open root experience. On a more simple level, people with an open root center may opt for safer adrenaline fixes like chocolate. Yes, yes, please. And caffeine. I have that addiction for sure. How about together a mocha latte? Ooh, we're living dangerous now. Because the open root center is a pressure center, it's pushing up to do. Individuals with an open root center can sometimes feel that they are under pressure to be, to, to be free, right? That goes back to our to-do list. I have to get this all done so I can relax. <laughs> There's like a never ending to-do list. And so then you, therefore you never get to relax. And therefore you will lead yourself into burnout especially if you have an open sacral center. That's got to be tough. For me, I experienced this with a sacral defined center. So I have enough energy to get most of my stuff done on my to-do list, always leaving something for the next day. But knowing that, okay, I don't have to get it all done. But if you have an open sacral, then you're always going to have a whole bunch of stuff on your to-do list that you just can't. Do, and that might be very frustrating and disheartening. So forget the to-do list. Forget it. You know what I've done with my open route is I've learned to go with the flow. And I learned about the energy of the planets that rule each day of the week. Now, Monday is ruled by the moon. So I allowed myself a day to not have any meetings. Uh, oh, well, except I've joined one meeting, but I feel like I'm not hosting it, so I'm not too bad. I joined one meeting as a co-host. I'm, co I'm a coach in Get More Listeners Podcast Academy. So that's the only thing on Monday I do. And then I leave the rest to, to whatever I feel like. Monday is ruled by the moon. The moon is all about emotions. So it's like a day where I really focus on how do I feel and what I want to do, which takes a lot of anxiety away from the Monday hitting the pavement grind as an open root center. I think these days and the ruling planets definitely will help also you who have a defined root center. So I'm just going to caveat that it helps everybody. Now, Tuesday is ruled by Mars. And Mars, as you know, is fire and action and the warrior god. So Mars is all about war and action and fire. So what I see Tuesday as is a real action-taking day. That's when I get as much on my to-do list done because I'm harnessing that fire energy. So if I've got like five podcasts I've got to edit, I will edit a few on Monday if I feel the motivation, but I don't always put pressure to do so. But I leave Mondays and Tuesdays open to do so. So then I take Tuesdays and I'm like, I'm on fire. Let's get this all done. Let's get the whole week planned out. It's almost like I start my weeks on Tuesdays, even though they do start on Monday. I don't give myself the pressure to do anything. I only do what I feel like I want to do. And that's the thing with the, the root, the open root. 
is I'm trying to harness the defined root center more. It's like, what do I feel like doing? What What is popping into my intuition that I need to get done today? So I kind of remove myself from my to-do list, even though I still leave a list to almost like get it out of my head and on paper so I don't have to worry about it. And then I hop into this mode of energy. So if Tuesday's fire, I'm getting stuff done on Tuesday. Wednesday is ruled by Mercury. Wednesday is a day where I may go live with somebody. I may do an interview with somebody. I meet with people. I do one-on-ones. Though That's a social day. Mercury is all about communication and talking and chit-chat and socializing. So Wednesday's a big social day. And I love Wednesdays, to be honest. They're so much fun. Thursdays are ruled by Jupiter. So Thursday is teaching and expanding, like expanding. Jupiter is about expansion and wisdom. And so that day also I meet and I do coaching in the Get More Listeners Academy and coaching uh, human design clients and doing readings because I can really tune into the expansion of Jupiter. I can tune into the wisdom, my intuition, and it's just a beautiful day. And then it kind of helps close it out a bit too. Friday. (coughs) Edit. Oh, Friday is ruled by Venus. So Venus is all about money, beauty, romance. And so I tune into leaving Friday open again for whatever. So if I want to do a walk or a bath or I want to go on a date with my partner or I want to tap into some beautiful creative projects that I need to maybe start for the next week or catch up on, Friday is just the beautification day. And I leave it open so that I can do whatever feels luxurious and Venusian to me. And then Saturday is ruled by (laughs) Mother Saturn, of course, Saturn. So Saturn is responsibility, removing things. Yeah, so I take Saturday as my chore day around the house because Saturn is a uh, chores are very responsible thing to do. So I, I do Saturday as a chore day. Fridays also are a great day to look at your finances, maybe pay off a credit card, do anything money related put money into your savings, transfer money, whatever it is. I also look at my finances on Friday also, backtracking to Friday. And this all just is the energy, right? Like if you want to work with energy, you can work with the planets. You don't have to. But for me as an open route, it's really helped me get away from my to-do list. And then Sunday is ruled by the sun. It is a day of just shining. It is a day of going out in the sunshine. It is a day to get out do something fun. We always try and do something in the as a family. Not always making it outside these days with these kids on the YouTube. Yeah, I don't even know if it's YouTube. They just didn't want to go outside last Sunday. But typically we do and we have a fun time. Maybe we go to the mall outside. And I always work in my garden, sit outside, eat outside. Yeah, just relax. A lot of times too, the sun is fire. I gain actually a bit more gusto to get ready for my week ahead as far as like podcast planning and things like that, content planning. For some reason, you think that Sunday should be a relaxing day, but actually it's more of Saturn to me where I'm being responsible around the house and not working, balancing my work-life balance. But the Sunday day is 
I get this boost. Oh, it's almost like a shine of clarity. It was funny because this Saturday I was feeling really fuzzy about what I should be doing. I don't know about something. And then all of a sudden, boom, I told I and I pulled my my tarot cards for it. And it was like warning, warning. It was like a whole bunch of swords cards came up and sword is like your thoughts in your head and it was all like confusing and that's what the tarot came up on Saturday so I'm like okay I'm not gonna even worry about it I'm just gonna focus on the house and mindless things and then on Sunday I pulled the eight of wands which is this tarot about like a lightning strike clarity and I got that I got that clarity and that was a big bright light on Sunday so the sun is the biggest light in our solar system so it can also give you a lot of clarity maybe that's why a lot of people like to go to church on Sunday because it gives them clarity shower thoughts so that is the open root center well those are all of the, the planets that rule each day that helps us open root centers not be so task oriented to let go of our lists and to ebb and flow with the energy so of course, root, the Open Root Center, you're very good at your tasks at your job. You get stuff done and emails out very swiftly, like same day or same second. But what I've also found is maybe it's because I have Mercury retrograde in my natal chart. I tend to send them too fast. So again, don't send something because you feel pressured to with your Open Root and then go, oh crap, I should have put that in the email and then you have to send another embarrassing email like sorry I forgot to attach the file or something like that like just take a beat take a breather and this has a lot to do with pleasing the narcissist by the way like what did I say the other week about a scam is dependent on urgency so if you are feeling urgent to get something done to respond to somebody to release pressure you need to just take a pause. You're in. You're entering into a gaslighting situation or a scam, and you're going to exit it very regretful. So take a pause, take a breather. Now the defined root center. <coughs> Edit. If you have a defined root center, this is a cycle. It operates cyclically. It is a motor that pushes up the adrenaline. So you're going to experience it similar to the solar plexus wave, the wave circumstances where you, when you are on and the waves are crashing on the shore, you are ready to get stuff done and you do it. And when you are not, and it's just a calm part in your cycle, you just relax. You're just like, it'll get done when it gets done. And I don't care to get it done right now. And that's a beautiful thing. The toxic relationship to that, the toxic interaction, is this open center sees the defined center as lazy. Like, why aren't you getting it done right now? And especially if, a, if you have a defined spleen and an open root, you're like, get this shit done now. Like, what are you doing sitting on your boat watching TV? Like, let's get this done. And that can be very toxic because you have to honor people's motivations and cycles for the adrenals to get done. So also when you have this root center defined, you are somewhat immune to adrenaline pressure. That doesn't mean that you don't experience stress, but it's almost like you can handle stress really solidly. And I can only envision 
my husband with the defined route and me with an open where I'm just like, let me at him, let me at him, like, like a like just stress ball in a lightning bottle and a stress, stress in a lightning bottle, maybe about like, let's say a huge dangerous confrontation, right? Survival mode, I'm thinking. And my husband is extremely confident and calm in that scenario. I'm like, how do you even do that? Like, how are you able to stand up to them and say what you said? And actually, he's able to hold back his his uh, anger all at the same time. That's like a beautiful defined root center. So it doesn't always pertain to confrontation and anger. I'm just thinking like he is always working too, always grinding away. But con- it's like consistent. And then he's also taking naps all the time. <laughs> he is so good about taking like n- when he's not working, he is lying down napping. And he's up early and he's taking care of whatever needs to get done at the grocery store or whatever. Also going to work and doing all of his things. Or for me, I have to be mindful to make sure I rest because I will never rest with my open root center. So I have adopted this kind of motto that it's like, be more like the defined root. Be more zen. Be more like the defined root and rest. Don't get everything done save things for tomorrow all of those things are really really good to do when you have any root center but definitely this amplification of adrenaline is it's not a fun experience to experience through life especially unaware so when you're you start to become aware of this you're like okay i can slow down i can pause i can hold off in sending this message or this information that could be sensitive that could make me prone to a scam or hold off saying yes to the narcissist when I really don't want to and I want to draw a boundary, right? All of this urgency and adrenaline can be detrimental to us when we're not aware and we're not slowing down and drawing boundaries and answering and acting in our strategy, right? And our inner authority. You need to act and respond according to your strategy and your inner authority to make sure that you don't regret any commitment that you just made. The toxic interaction comes into play when the defined and the undefined meet. The root center energy is this constant cycle So when you are amplifying as the undefined, you may feel like that other person is putting you under pressure. Even if they were just simply noting that something needs to get done, but they don't want to get it done right away. Just being in the presence of a defined root energy will make you feel pressure. You may eventually feel that there are all kinds of expectations in your relationship that you can't live up to. With an understanding of your root center energy, you can realize that the pressure you feel is simply energetic and the expectations you feel along with it may not even be real. Now, I can share with you how it plays out with me where my husband may walk in the room and I may all of a sudden remember, oh shoot, I needed to do this. Like, did you send that check over to whomever? And he's like, maybe it's not due that day. And he feels, all of a sudden, I'm amplifying some type of energy. And he will say, 
just wait like just I'll do it later he's always that seems to be what he's always telling me I'll do it later I'll do it later you know like just not right now but I'm amplifying this need almost to do something the adrenaline of it where he may just already have that cycle in his being and then I feel pressured to be like reminding him and I'm like it's okay and and then I'm thinking okay well yeah we don't have to get it done right now I'm just communicating now before I forget again and so this can be a really interesting dynamic where it can actually cause the other person to be resentful that they always feel pressured like they have to do stuff right now also when I get on a bender and I want to clean my house and there's a pile that he doesn't want me to touch I will bother him and I will pester him as an open root center and saying, please clean this up today. Like do this now, like I'm cleaning. So if you don't clean, then I'm just gonna take this whole pile and chuck it in the trash can, which obviously is not a good thing. It's not respectful, but you can see how when you're unaware of these energies, you can be very frustrated and resentful towards your partner as an open center. So my open center has needed to learn to just clean everything else that I can what I can control and then remind him or just sometimes not even pick that battle and be like this is a beautiful pile of a monument that I will just hide behind all my accessories or (laughs) whatever so it's definitely an exercise of compromise and patience and sometimes just letting certain battles go like that's not worth fighting that battle But when you're with a narcissist, you definitely don't want them to pressure you into doing things. Obviously, they don't respect your things. So you might find that you come home one day and all of your stuff is cleaned up and put somewhere that you have no idea where it is. That may be an interesting dynamic, too, if the narcissist has the open root center. So all is to say, be aware, be mindful of each other's flow of how you have that adrenaline supply to get stuff done just touch back on this expectations right narcissists have a whole bunch of expectations for us to be perfect and to do this and that they're very unreasonable and typically they're very misogynistic if it's coming from a male expectation and it's very typical from it coming from a female almost to expect it's that same toxic patriarchy type of energy and it is really crippling to always feel like you can never meet the expectations of the other and the pressures that are just kind of spoken and unspoken you know it's like you don't do something that's where this walking on eggshells comes from is you don't do something that pleases them then they're upset at you they ghost you they neglect you and it's just not a fun cycle to be in affirmations for the open root center and a question so open root center are you trying to get things done so you can be free which is a false narrative or also are you trying to prove yourself and the affirmations for the open root is I set realistic goals I make powerful decisions about being free, and I know that things will get done when they get done. I breathe and relax, knowing that there is an abundance of time to get things done. 
and in affirmations for the defined root center. I honor my root pulse and wait for the energy to get things done. I get more done when the energy is on. And when the energy is off, I know that it is my time to rest and restore. What a beautiful, beautiful way to conclude our center series. It is brilliant. It is just the most amazing thing that when we can become aware of our energies and the energies of others. So now if you want to submit, just email me that I can get the information to pull your partner's chart or your children's chart to really view this energy and to see how you can improve your relationships and improve your awareness as you can consciously interact with each other versus getting on each other's nerves, holding high expectations, just not being aware of that you guys have totally different energies. And what happens is magic, magic cooperation, magic peace, magic self-worth. You know, maybe you do find finally find out that, yeah, this person is not for me. So much magic happens when we are aware and we know our human design energies and, and our partners and our families and how we can interact together to avoid these toxic interactions. Because sometimes these toxic interactions are just being unaware, right? It's just the ego. It's just the lack of knowledge. And sometimes these toxic interactions just can't be fixed if the other person is not willing to open their eyes, do any self-development growth, be aware, take responsibility for their behavior and learn about their human design. If that's something that's not really there. I mean, your partner doesn't have to believe in human design. And to be honest, mine doesn't really like study it or do any of it with me, but he doesn't criticize me for it. He doesn't Put it down he doesn't mock it right so there's a difference between the narcissist who doesn't really believe and someone who just always is more of a stoic <laughs> in their mindset and continues on just doing what they can control and it's very pragmatic yeah but the more you can understand be aware of yourself and if your partner's on board amazing and if your partner's not you can still work the magic by your soul person being aware. So I hope that you enjoyed this series with the centers. We will be diving deeper into the gates and the centers on the Patreon. Choosing to come into this life as an empath means that you signed up for a big journey, a challenging journey and potentially a very rewarding journey. If you want personal help in gaining clarity, your authentic power back, and healing to be rid of the narcissist for good, join our empath community and receive sparkle reminder inspiration every Saturday and strategies to heal from narcissist abuse. Plus, get your free human design chart summary and free 20-minute support call with me. As soon as you're in, I'll gift you your human design reading with your type, strategy, and inner authority. So join now and get your reading within 24 hours. You are more powerful and unique than you know you are. And your human design chart is your soul map that guides you and awakens you to your unique energy, vibration, 
and allows the path to reveal itself in front of you as you start to learn about yourself and elevate your vibration. I reveal how you can understand your unique talents through your gates, how you can amplify the energy transiting certain gates that you may not have in the current transit, and gaining a deeper understanding for how to harness your unique gate traits to live a more abundant and fulfilled and yet of course, peaceful life. Today, I released the first in the series because the gate, the sun gate is moved into gate two and the earth has moved into gate one. If you want access to this today, click the link here and join the Patreon tier human design gates. You'll receive weekly video coaching as well as live Q&A chats that you can ask your questions with me every Sunday, 10.30 a.m. Pacific time. So join the Human Design Patreon Gate tier today and dive into this very first video I have for you. I'm so grateful for you listening, finding the show and sharing it with your friends. It would give a great boost in the heart-centered algorithm to rate and review this podcast if you are enjoying it. Take a screenshot, share it on your socials, share it in a text message to a friend that you know right now needs to be pulled out of the quicksand. And remember, always keep your unique light shining. I just wanna make it last Try to let go of the past I close my eyes, embrace the blast Sleepless nights and headaches stack Restlessness to hell and back What's my purpose, what do I grab? A slippery surface, a heart attack And sometimes you just gotta believe There's something that'll give you relief There's something that'll have what you need What you need we're broken, it's tragic, we're not all elastic, but maybe there's magic, believe you could have it. You know, navigating the triggers and the stress and the PTSD after trauma and after narcissistic abuse, it's especially challenging. It's a challenging journey. And I personally can attest that I have gone through this. Your well-being is the utmost importance for your healing journey, for you, for your children. And I wanted to create a workshop for you based off of an experience I recently had that I've created this healing process for myself to somatically clear out all of the stress from the triggers within my own body. So here are the deets on this workshop I've just created. It is somatic healing and it involves reconnecting with your body to release the stored tension, emotions, and trauma. I will guide you through exercises and techniques to help you ground yourself, to manage your stress, and to reclaim a sense of control over your well-being and energy. You don't want to miss this opportunity to grab this free workshop and to take charge of your healing process. You will get somatic healing exercises that you'll have in your back pocket for all times, including somatic trauma release shaking, active aura breathing, reciting a releasing mantra, releasing from your hips, grounding meditation. I do an energetic sage cleansing ceremony 
and a powerful healing mantra to have for your protection and empowerment and to claim your power back. So join me and let's move towards a future filled with resilience, joy, and inner peace. Grab your seat today and get the video access to Releasing Triggers Somatic Healing Workshop today. The link is in the show notes.